Today is the 1st of July 2019 and today is a great moment in the history of the Church of England and Wales because it's the day on which the formal announcement was made that Cardinal John Henry Newman will be declared a saint. And it's a lovely coincidence that the day I hear this news is a day in which I'm in Birmingham where Cardinal Newman lived in the oratory in which he served the people of Birmingham as a priest. And I'm here at Oscar College, where he was confirmed and where he came many times and where he gave that wonderful sermon known as the Second Spring Sermon in the midst of the first meeting of the restored hierarchy of England and Wales called the Synod of Westminster, though it took place here in Oscar College. And here today we hear the formal announcement that on the 13th of October, Cardinal Newman will be declared a saint. I think the impact of this canonization will ripple far and wide and will have many different dimensions. For some people, Newman was an outstanding intellectual, a man who was able in the depth of his own mind to give a clear, eloquent exposition of the journey that he made into the fullness of the Catholic Church. For other people, he was someone who deeply understood the English character and therefore his sensibilities, his mode of argument, his style of writing is something that is uniquely from this country, from, if you like, the, the classic depth of an English culture. For other people, he was a holy and a generous pastor who visited the sick, who took coal to those who had none, who wrote the most wonderful letters of consolation and comfort to those who were in grief. So the appeal of John Henry Newman is very widespread. It's among academics, it's among ecclesiastics, and it's among the people who knew him as a kindly father in God. For me, I think the image that comes quickest to mind when I think of John Henry Newman is the image of thousands of people lining the streets from Birmingham, the centre of Birmingham, to Rednall to salute the funeral cortege of John Henry Newman. They came in their thousands onto the streets of Birmingham to express their love and admiration for this saintly priest. Cardinal Newman had great personal inner courage and he followed the call of God, even though it cost him a great deal. It cost him a great deal intellectually because he was a man of scrupulous honesty. And his journey through the different expressions of Christian discipleship into the Catholic Church was carried out with great integrity and with a willingness to put his intellectual struggles into public words and I think 
it cost him a great deal intellectually and it also cost him a great deal in terms of friendships as well. And so I think what he says to us today is search for the truth. Don't be indifferent to the cohesiveness of your life. Don't just let it fray at the edges. Really try to dig and find deep roots. Now, for me, for him, those roots lie in the mystery of God and the mystery of God made visible and accessible in Jesus Christ. So Newman's search for truth became a search for God through Jesus in the Catholic Church and it's there that he found his integrity. It's that courage, readiness to search and openness to the call of God that he gives us today. When I think back to the beatification of John Henry Newman by Pope Benedict in September 2010, I have two pictures that come into mind. I had the great privilege of being in one of the three helicopters that came from London to Birmingham on that morning, bringing Pope Benedict to Cofton Park for the beatification ceremony. And we could see that as we were getting into the Midlands that it was a wet and awful morning. But also I could see from the helicopter that, that as we circled round and came down, the sun came out. And there was a, a fantastic sight of people, some of whom had been there for many hours, kind of realising that the, the Pope was arriving and the sun was arriving too. And then the second image is of Jack, the man who'd been cured through intercession to John Henry Newman, being there and being presented to the Pope with Father Gregory Winston, a very distinguished oratorian who had spent so many years working for the beatification of his fellow oratorian. And he was so filled with joy that day, but he's not alive now to see this canonization, but he will be, I pray, I'm sure, with his great saint in heaven 